0: I have in here in my living room with me all four members of Honey Creeper, which is so much better than I expected. I'm so <laughs> happy you all got to make it. Um, that song you just heard starting the podcast there was White Letters uh, 2.0. Not really called <laughs> that. Just wanted to make an AOL joke. And um, real quick. If we could go around and maybe like say who you are, what you do in the band, you can mention other projects if you want.
1: Sure. Yeah, Lindsey Keese, I do drums in Honey Creeper, and a couple of us are also in Tree Branch Twig. I also do vocals in Honey Creeper and some
2: songwriting. Uh, Jeff Villegas and I play lead guitar in Honey Creeper, do some songwriting, and foxholes and Tree Branch Twig. Sometimes Les Poe. I'm also Jess V. Yeah. Solo
3: project. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lisa Berner. I'm rhythm guitar and Honey Creeper. Um, newest addition to the band, almost a year. Next month. Yeah. Oh, Yay! And I'm also in Odd
4: Pets. I'm Kelsey thread and I play bass and I sing a little bit. And I'm also in Tree Wrenching. Awesome.
0: Thanks for doing that, just like so people can uh, hear a voice and kind of know what what, the, what they're associating that with. Um, so something I was thinking about a little bit um, in the weeks leading up to this was, uh, I think it's a fun thing about being in bands where when you first start one, you often have like an idea of what you want to do with, with it. And you like approach one or two other people and you're kind of like, Hey, let's do this kind of band, or let's like let's do this together. And I'm I'm sort of curious as to what that was like for, for you all, like, and and whether that has stayed true, or in what ways it might have changed. And
2: This was all an accident. <laughs> it's
0: a great answer. It
1: was. It was very you intentional. Do <laughs> Between me and Kelsey, um, I don't know. We started writing songs together. She, I mean, you can tell the story if
4: you want to. She loves this story. So when she moved back into town, she was talking to Brad, and she was like, "I kind of want to be in a band. I want to play music." And he was like, "Okay, I think Kelsey plays music. goes, I think you guys like hang out with each other." She's like, "Yeah, I don't hate Kelsey. I'm gonna ask her if she wants to be in a band with me." I
1: don't hate Kelsey.
4: Good endorsement. That was pretty much a direct quote. Yeah, I hate you. Do you want to be in a band? Yeah. So we both decided to pick up instruments that we had no idea how to play. Oh, that's and we learned fun. them together. Yeah. And it was so. a very slow start, but it was also very rewarding. But we needed more band members.
2: <laughs> but Lindsay turned me down to be in the band <laughs> with her earlier because I didn't know her and
1: I was just like,
2: Hey, music stuff. Yeah. And I was really awkward, sent her a really awkward Facebook message.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: it was weird, it wasn't that I wanted, didn't want to play with you it was that you sent it and I was like well I'm already in a band with Kelsey why would we need uh, <laughs> another guitarist because I was playing guitar at the time uh-huh. and I was like well I mean we'd love to but we don't need
4: you right now <laughs> <laughs> and then like how long it was like maybe like 8 months later or 6 months later or something like that it was like 6 months
2: because <laughs> I sent him the message in like September or something and then all of a sudden in like February,
4: <laughs> no it was in like
2: January,
1: Hey, do you want to play this cover show? And I was like, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, the band formed because we wanted to play Rex Manning Day. Oh, uh, that's
0: awesome. Yeah. So in 2016, that's, that's spring, like, Rex Manning Day. That's yeah. such a cool tradition. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a really fun thing. Rex Manning Day. <laughs> what what, what uh, band were you covering at that? I don't remember. We did
4: a few different covers. It was the 60s. 60s. Okay. Rex Manning. Yeah. So we did, like, a Stooges cover, we did uh Mamas and the Papas cover, um, uh, we did some other covers. <laughs> yeah. That's been a while. Yeah, no, yeah. that's cool, you
0: don't have to remember all of them. Uh, but you kept doing that Stooges cover.
4: Oh yeah, we, we love we it. We should
2: keep doing that, actually.
4: Yeah, it's fun. Um, we, we also did a Christmas show, so we did a bunch of Christmas songs, too. <laughs> so we've got a lot of covers under our belt, <laughs> but and we also have our originals as well.
0: Yeah, it's not such a bad thing to have a lot of covers available to you, like, if you ever wanted to play a long gig. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, they're not
4: available
2: to you. <laughs> <laughs> we probably don't remember how to play. I don't remember how to play.
1: I we think. could pick it back up. Well, that's fair. Well, yeah, we've written seven songs at this point, and they're all so short that the new album's still only 18 minutes
4: long. Yep. Well, yeah. we have written eight. There's one song that's not on there.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> we do not don't talking, talking about that, that song anymore. Oh, <laughs> that's too bad. I no, we just
1: quite a few other. Yeah. Jess is working
4: on a new one. That's cool. Speed
1: mm-hmm. um, deep that one. It was our very first song. Oh. It's yeah. called Home. We've released it before on yeah. demos and stuff. But yeah, listened,
0: it I've listened to the demo a bit. I like that song. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. It's
1: fun. That's where you can see some tree branch
0: story kind of creeping into it because mm-hmm. the end yeah. you know, gets it's kind long. of noisy. Yeah. yeah. But it's also got some surfy vibes in it.
4: Thanks to Jess. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, very, Very cool song, in my opinion. Um, and I thought it was a, a nice way to end that too. Now, will that still be available when you release the new EP, um, or are you gonna like take it all down? Oh, see, like, it was like <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> all the demos. We were like, we don't need the demos anymore. We'll take them away. It was, it was still on your
0: Bandcamp when I listened to it. Bandcamp is still up. That yeah. will change tomorrow. Okay. okay. Yeah. So never mind, everybody. Don't get to listen at home.
3: Can may, to again, record. we
0: could leave we'll
4: yeah, home on that we it. <laughs> We're working on
1: it.
3: Yeah. yeah, it's in
0: process, <laughs> so it might come back.
4: Might yeah. come back. Yeah. Well, because you know our formation of our band changed, right? And so we were working on getting our this done, this album done, mm-hmm. and home was just kind of it doesn't really fit with everything else exactly. That and, makes yeah. sense. So we, yeah, had we didn't had really to spend a, a whole lot of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and so Lisa hasn't had as much time with that song, so we didn't have time to record that. That's
0: fair. But um, we'll probably
4: record it someday.
0: That actually is kind of a good segue, because um, you, you said you joined up like a little less than a year ago. Yeah. And um, and you've written a couple of the tunes on the new... Just one oh just one. Okay. I
3: sing on Vagina Tax, but Jess wrote
0: that one. Oh,
3: cool. I just don't like singing, so I make everybody else
1: sing.
3: <laughs>
0: that's fair. Or vocalists. So. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Well, I love that song. She
4: does sing on the record. I do. <laughs> oh my God. Apparently. See if you can find it. Yep. Yeah. It's <laughs> yes on the record.
0: <laughs> yeah. um, so, when it came to the, the song that you did bring in, is it, like, something where you were trying to decide if, if that was going to be, like, an odd pet song or a Honey Creeper song, or did you, like, write it in...
3: It's, like, the, like, the week that Honey Creeper interviewed me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had been like digging around with this song on my own and not for Odd Pets. And um, then when I had my, I guess when I, in my audition, I played some, some music with them and for them. And that was one, I said, well, there's this I've been working on. Mm-hmm. And then they liked it. So they're like, let's go with that. And I finished it. Probably a month later or something, for a little while after that, I don't know. That's cool. So, we just added it.
0: Yeah, and since like all of you write songs, does that create like a uh, a big collaborative process in, in practices and stuff? Like, are you are you like always kind of auditing each other's stuff or like making suggestions? Yeah, we. Uh, I, I think so yes
4: and no. Be clarify here, I have not written a song for Honey Creeper, a full song. Oh,
0: okay. But, uh.
4: Have you written bits? Well, I mean, it's. bass, like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, we gave suggestions, like when Addie was first in, it was just, it was without the ending part, you know? It was still good, but it just, we wanted something else, and so we came together and figured out how to make it bigger. And so, That's it's cool. been a collaborative
2: We like to workshop songs. Like, somebody will bring in a song that's, like, a song, and then we kind of chop it up. Like, sometimes we'll chop it up and, like, just workshop it to make it better because other people's ideas are always good to have. Oh, absolutely. Especially when you're writing, like, and it's fun to be like, let's try this instead. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, alone I originally
3: handpicked that, remember? Yeah, I did. The first couple times I played it. And that middle part wasn't even there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You helped with that, so...
0: That's cool. So so yeah, you decided it needed to be a strummer instead. Yeah,
3: well in in the mood of honey creeper. Yeah. I was like, yeah, let's pick it up
0: a little bit. <laughs> that makes sense. So it was like slower too, you think? I would say so. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah
0: I think it was. I think um Abby also got faster, right?
4: A little bit from the, the rockier. From the older yeah. recording,
2: recording I first
0: recorded that song with Trevor.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. A really, really long Trevor Holt from Foxholes. A really long time ago, and I was like, I have this song I don't know what to do with
0: it. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it, like. And he wasn't into it, or. No,
2: it was he. I recorded it for myself, but oh, he okay. just helped me. He has like the original recording somewhere.
0: Yeah, but. but it was like pre-workshopping and pre. Yeah, and then everything. These two were like, yeah, let's do
4: this. Let's do this. And I was like, yeah, let's yeah, make yeah. it big. Let's right. have a chill and then yeah, go yeah. big. Go yeah. home. Or bring it home, I should
0: say. I really like saying, go big and then go home. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't have to be a choice between at all. (laughs) Uh, Oh, that's awesome. Um, So we're talking about the Stooges cover, and like, I guess I was curious, because when I listen to you guys' music, I think a bit about like, oh, this, you know, you always draw parallels between any new band you're hearing and, and like other stuff. And I think the strongest thing that I notice personally is like '70s, uh, like kind of new baby and like and like early punk stuff. Is that like is that a spot on thing or is that like sort of accidental? Like,
1: I see a couple layers of that too, because I think she does, Kelsey does like '70s style harmonies, kind of. Wow. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> really strange for punk music,
4: but I think it sounds mm-hmm. kind of cool. Kind of works for some reason. We had to change some of my harmonies because it got a little too cutesy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, like, the queers kind of have that. Yeah. Where, like, where they do something, like, it almost sounds like a doo song if it wasn't so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought that was something cool about them the first time somebody showed them.
4: Well, and that's uh, an interesting thing with our sound, is, like, we all have different things that we bring, different genres that we bring into the band, and so it just creates a, what, I don't, I can never even really peg down what our genre truly is, because Yeah.
2: Punk, but with a bunch of like jazz and like classical and surfy stuff, like all oh, hanging out in there too. Well, I'd say because it's like fast and punchy, but it's, it's still music. Like, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I was I was kind of laugh at genres anyway, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. If you you call somebody a punk band, then that doesn't even really describe it at all. Yeah. Like, like, 'cause punk could mean like the Ramones, or punk could mean like. Minor threat, or it could mean something yeah. totally else, you know. Um, so, like, yeah, that'll that stuff's always kind of annoying when people say, like, what kind of music do you play? Like, it's probably even worse when you're trying to talk about, like, you should come to this tree branch twig show, and, and <laughs> you're kind of like, what is it? And you're like. Uh, maybe, maybe depressing
4: movies, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It so depends on how we feel with that day.
1: They asked me what True music was, and I was like, "Oh, it's kind of ambient." And she was like, "I could use an ambient." <laughs> 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 I was like, "Actually, yeah, that's about it. That's yeah, that's <laughs> tree <respect.
0: laughs> uh, Yes, um, and and I think okay, so yeah, you were talking about like classical and jazz influence and. Um, and that ties in with this question I had about, like, you two both play stringed instruments. You play cello, you play violin, right? Um, or is it... No, I'm actually a flutist. flutist. A flautist? Okay. <laughs> I, for some reason, okay, so I, I think the first time I've I saw seen... you perform, I saw you play on violin. So I thought... Band-a-land. I've done both violin And okay. I messed
1: around with cello and violin before, but
0: I okay. kind of stopped. I knew that Kelsey was... Uh, uh, somewhat classically trained too, because she and I went to school together, and um, so I, I, I was gonna ask like, and now I feel dumb for it, but <laughs> but I was gonna ask if like any if any like classical training or jazz training like really plays into the the music much, or if that's like sort of intentionally ignored because sometimes it's it's fun to just totally disregard that stuff too. I feel like like I wasn't
2: trained past like middle school or like freshman year of high school pretty much Mm -hmm. because I didn't have the opportunity to be trained after that but like I still everything I do still has like a slight classical undertone to it Mm -hmm. somehow yeah it's just there
0: it's like the first music I played sure I could I could see that
4: I apply theory sometimes to it but that's
0: yeah like if you're just trying to think of like Okay, what's gonna come next? Yeah, you know, song like maybe you would go to what's the obvious chord change? Like uh-huh. what's the five Two, that. Five, one. Yeah, <laughs> four. Good old, good old jazz turnarounds
4: Yep. Fun stuff, <laughs> but well, I mean, sometimes that helps my bass lines because I'll think about like my jazz background at least with playing with my left hand. Mm-hmm what that would what I would want that to sound like and so I tried to play it on the bass.
0: Yeah, kind of like turn the left hand of the piano into like what you're doing with all of your hands. Yep. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about the EP you recorded it um, in Iowa City at Flat Black, right? Um, can you talk a little bit about what that experience was like? It was
4: neat. It was so cool. Yeah. It was, he has a Luke has, like,
2: a really awesome space out there that he's built within the last, like, two years or something.
4: It's incredible.
2: Yeah. Like, there's a ton of isolation rooms, so pretty much almost recorded live except for me <laughs> because they don't like to hear me play guitar. So, <laughs> it's just, my like, in our practice space, you can't hear me playing. Usually it's just, like, everything else, so uh-huh. it's just easier, but... It's so cool. He has so many things to play with.
4: Yeah, all sorts
2: of neat stuff. Did
0: did you like try out different amps and mm-hmm. stuff like that? I used a different amp when I was
2: there. I used a Vox instead of my my blue <laughs> hair uh, which was nice. Like I'd used a Vox before, but I like it sounds really good on the Vox. And he was like, "Yeah, you can just use any of these things as long as you don't break them." Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's very cool.
4: And he's a really nice guy. Very hospitable.
3: He's good at what he does, too. Yeah.
4: He do he's quick. Time. And you get,
3: <clears throat> what is it, frozen pizza? Oh, yeah, you get Mama, what you is it? Like, Basso. Mama, mama Basso. Yeah, he told us to plug that sometimes. So. Yeah, hey, we just
4: plug Mama Basso. <laughs> mama Basso? Is that,
0: yeah. is that like an Iowa City thing? I think, it's I a think so. Really pizza thing. Um, but it's pretty
4: good.
3: I'll have to try it, yeah. yeah. He'll even like make it for you. Like, kind of <laughs> it's <hot>. pretty sweet.
4: <laughs> and, He's That's got so this beautiful cushy. pizza pizzazz. He also has t-shirts that say Flat black,
2: black. If you record there, yeah. Flat Black. Flat oh. Black. They're like the Flat Black t-shirts. Okay. Yeah, you a, see those it's wandering around cool. town? Plus, he has like a space in the back that has like a stage, out an outdoor stage with like like building lights and stuff on it. Yeah. He has
4: yeah. A yeah. Because they did there.
2: the
0: Gray Matter thing yeah. out there. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, that looked like such a cool thing, and I really wished I could have gone. Like they had so many different kinds of bands playing there. Yeah. They were all just like.
2: Easy. I think his whole thing is that like if you haven't recorded there, then you're not gonna play yeah. right there, which is I think that's cool
4: too. It's like hey, listen it's to these bands. Yeah. Yeah. Well.
2: Yeah. So, an it's w- also a cool
4: yeah, thing. thing. It's like listen to these bands that I've recorded. Yeah, yeah. Come, come.
3: Sort of like a showcase experiment. or something. It's, yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's cool. just really it's it's really pretty out there, and I think
4: yeah, it is peaceful. It's, yeah, and there's camping. It was just nice. Like it was
3: nice to be out there yeah. and.
1: Isolated
0: and yeah, because it's technically in Lone Tree, right? Yeah, not, not Iowa City, which which is a bit out in the country. Like ten
4: minutes. Out yeah, of it's Iowa not City. too far. It's yeah. not
0: too bad. Kind of one of the nice things about Iowa, right, is you can get out to the country without trying too hard.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, and did that isolation and that kind of like peace help at all? Was it like did it make it feel easier?
3: Yeah, it was just. I feel like it was like. It was calm. The environment was just very yeah. relaxing, yeah. and we were able to take time in between recording, or even while someone else was being focused on, to just go out and do our own thing, or sit back and lounge in the little like living room area.
1: Okay. Isn't nice so, to
2: like get out of Des Moines too? Like, there's a lot of good recording, like sound engineers and places to record in Des Moines, but getting out of Des Moines and not having like you are like, I'm not in this city, so I, like, thinking about all these other things that are going on isn't really going to help, because it's like, you, you're not here. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: that makes a lot of sense, like, just eliminating kind of the distractions of your life yeah. to yeah. some degree. Yeah, Cool, mm-hmm. so you, you said you uh, did it all live. Was that, like, was that a challenge? Because I, I definitely, like, very few times I've tried to record live, but it was it was hard.
4: Well...
2: It's easy if you can punch in. Yeah. Like, if you mess up. Luke's really good at, like, splicing and dicing parts, oh, I'll just do this so that, like... Oh, yeah. This sure. one thing that you can barely hear, I'll just throw this in here and it'll make it...
4: Yeah. Yeah, like, there were a couple parts that I needed to punch in for. Yeah. Just tiny little things that I caught my eye. I'm like, I can do that better, but I don't want to do the whole thing again. Yeah, no, yeah. So...
0: Just just like with any... any exactly.
1: As someone who couldn't punch in, it was very stressful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well yeah, because you're also like fairly new to playing drums, yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like a drummer yet, so
1: we got there and immediately it was like, all right, check out the drum kit, see if you like it. Oh and then God. we did like three take two or three takes of every song and then he's like, Okay, you're done and I was like, shit, did we get it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, scary.
0: yeah. That is that, that is scary good. when somebody tells you that you're, I mean, that you're done, that you did the thing, and you're like, Are did you I? sure though? <laughs> yeah, right. Because I'll just to listen
1: to it later.
0: Yeah, yeah. And like, was that was that like purely out of necessity that you switched to drums, or were you like kind of excited by by like the idea to just like go for it and try to? There's a lot
1: of layers to that. Yeah. Um, I thought I would be really excited about guitar. I had that guitar since I was 16, and I was excited to get back to it and play it. And then the more I played it, I was like, "This is kind of boring." I also don't know if I have the personality to be like a front person for the band. Uh-huh. And I had played drums in Lady Paw before when I lived in Oregon. Okay. And that was a lot different style of drumming, but I wanted to get back to it and try it and just, like Kelsey said, try a new an instrument, and just challenge myself and just see what I can. So I'm
4: still learning
0: that, but yeah, certainly you're always learning. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. What's the
4: point if you're not learning, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Just to
4: play it so in hard. tree branch sometimes.
0: That's true. Yeah, you can you can always like decide to find something different about guitar, like different tuning, or or a different, or like just play with some dumb noises or something.
2: Roll around on the ground while you're playing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's <the best> <laughs> <laughs> Only
2: during practice.
1: <laughs> that's kind of what True Branch Show is all about. though it's just like exploring instruments in different ways and figuring out what kinds of sounds they can make. And yeah, like
0: yeah. you said, you did bowed mandolin, which right. isn't normally a thing yeah. necessarily. Yeah,
1: just kind of seeing what you can do with different things.
0: Yeah, that's always fun. Um, you okay, can go ahead and plug the release show. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that's a that's a pretty cool lineup you've got there. Really awesome to have Lipstick Homicide coming. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty like excited. supreme as far as, at least in my opinion, they're like one of one of <laughs> the the best punk bands out of Iowa for sure. i they haven't played for a while. Yeah. yeah,
2: they've been like randomly playing shows very
4: sparsely. <laughs> I was surprised they said yes. I was like, yes, yes, yes.
0: We oh, were pretty pumped about that. Yeah, big big get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've also got uh, Ramona and the Sometimes on there, and uh, Greg Wheeler, Holly Mall Cops, mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. And that's um, June 2nd. You've also got just like, I, I looked at your show calendar on Bandcamp last night, and it's like you have so many shows this summer. Yes. Yeah,
4: we've got a really busy summer. So,
1: three of those are playing for Girls
4: Rock. Yeah. <laughs> and they
1: ask us to come in for the June and July for Des Moines and we're doing the Iowa City Girls Rock as well. Just you play a set for the girls and then you talk with them and kind of tell them about what it's like to be one in the music industry. It's a yeah. really yeah. neat the, thing. thing shows like that.
0: Have shows. you done that before?
1: Mm-hmm. We did last year
4: too. We did yeah, the June and two yeah,
0: July for Des Moines. The girls Rock Des Moines last year as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> a little plug for Girls Rock. Yeah, Girls Rock is amazing. I know uh, Alex from Closet Witch set up a show of all bands with Alex's in, in them uh, the, <laughs> that he's doing out in the Quad Cities, which is going to benefit uh, Girls Rock as well. That's uh, cool. so, so if you're listening and you're uh, out that direction or you don't mind driving, uh, that's a pretty cool cause, and check out Alex Fest. On Facebook,
4: it's called Alex Fest. That's great.
0: Yeah, yeah. He he had this idea, and I thought he was like fully joking about it. But then all these people were like, "Yeah, I'll play Alex Fest for sure." <laughs> um, I was like, "Let me know if you if, if you know any Patricks who want to have a Patrick Fest I'm in three bands with a Patrick." <laughs> um, so yeah, you've got the um, you've got the release show, you've got the girls' rock shows. Um, just announced you're on 8035, yeah. which is awesome. Um, anything you're really excited to see at 8035?
4: Courtney Barnett. Courtney Barnett, yeah, for, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> so stoked. There's a lot of really great. There's a lot of really good levels. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of really great levels. so. I don't even look at the lineup.
1: Three of us like work at the festival. Yeah. <laughs> don't expect to be able to see any of the music on uh, this. Yeah. Sad. So I um, just see Foxholes? Just kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're playing <laughs> with
0: Foxholes too. I forgot that was uh, the, you guys were on there as well. Um, is that the first time for Foxholes? That's the second time for Foxholes. Cool. Um, and also, you're playing with Bad Bad Hats. Sooner. Yeah. Who are all, who, uh, and that's like in a park. Can you talk about that series at all, because... Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a Summer in the City series put on by Station One Records, which is Tom Coots and Toby Parks, and they just got a lot of funding to put on some free shows this summer, bringing some really good acts, and kind of highlight some of the locals as well. And the idea is just to make it accessible for the whole community, by making it free and public and
0: out yeah like parks. in different yeah like in parks as opposed to just like the same old bars yeah. which which should be pretty cool right just like doing an outdoor game that's not in like yeah. a big hot uh street in the middle the <laughs> yeah in yeah. a nice green area
2: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it sounds so cool and bad bad hats are so good Pictures yeah they are i saw i think most if not all of their set when they came through 835 and um see, Sires is on that too, they're really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, who who yeah. else? Lily Dutte. Oh uh, yeah, yeah.
1: So, Lily and Sires are all, or have the conversation on records. Like, well,
0: right, yeah. And I think they they, they like, collaborated a bit too, right? Um, gosh, I we pretty much went through all of my notes already. <laughs> um, oh, thanks for having me fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for being here, thanks for um, coming and chatting with me about some of the minutiae of being in a van, and thanks for hanging out with Rudy too. She's she's always excited to have company. Um, So go and check out Honey Creeper a bunch this summer. (laughs) <laughs> go, to, go to the release show go and see their set at 8035 go spend an afternoon in the park seeing them with a bunch of other bands and um, we're going to close out the, this episode here with a very cool song called Vagina Tax about just like how shitty dudes are I guess because <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <that laughs> every song yeah good. it tends to be all the <laughs> don't worry guys we love you we still love you we just, we'll just hate you